that was for you guys. Per usual, you already know what's going on around here. Hey guys, what is up? It is your host with the most, Evelise. And welcome to another episode of A Living Contradiction. I know. You guys are probably like, why aren't you the normal, upbeat, excited girl right now? And that is because A, I'm on my period, and B, I'm super fucking tired. Sorry to curse so early on, but then again, I'm not sorry because it is my podcast. But yeah, I am just so fucking tired when I tell you, okay, this is what I'm tired of. Let's get into the genre of school, right? Genre, more like category. What am I tired about school? I'm tired of pre-calculus. That is what I'm tired of. Technically, it's pre-calc with elements of calc, but all in all, it's just pre-calc. It is so fucking annoying, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure if I said this in the last podcast, but my grade for pre-calc isn't so good. I'm not not at my best. Um, well, I would say I'm at my best for this subject, but compared to other subjects, my best was really like a really high grade. Um, kind of on like on the fence if I would have to retake the course or not. I'm really hoping I don't have to, but with this grade that I have and then with this final coming up, I'm just like, how? Like, how am I supposed to do this? The thing is that the extra, the the extra cherry on top is the fact that my professor is kind of an asshole. I mean, he says he does it for our well-being, but sometimes it just feels like he just wants to be an asshole. Um, but basically, um, pre-calc on its own is very difficult. Um... Some sometimes it's not even difficult. Sometimes it's just like having to understand. It, it's it's mainly just practice. You just have to practice a lot. The thing is, my professor likes to rush through it. No matter how much we tell him to slow down, it's like we'll do two whole different chapters in one day. Right. Exactly. See, for me, I need practice. I can't like I can't you know. We'll be on chapter, we'll be on section 5.1. And then for class, it's like, okay, we're going to do 5.2. And then we have an extra 10 minutes of class, so we're going to move on to 5.3. It's like, I didn't even process 5.1. Or like, I'm just now processing 5.1. Didn't really get the chance to process 5.2. But now, I'm definitely not going to be able to pay attention to 5.3 because... I'm, I'm, I'm behind, like mentally I'm behind. And I find it very annoying. Um, I understand he has to get through these sections quickly, but it's like, it's, 
it's it's difficult trying to keep up and then he doesn't fully explain things even if and you know trust me we ask questions we do but sometimes okay you know those professors that are like fairly young so so they think that you know like they can relate to you but sometimes they just really can't like my professor he's just like okay well I'm not going to explain this part, but just just trust me on this, okay? This equals that, okay? And just trust and just trust me. And I'm just like, okay, but can you, like, explain how that connected? Because that makes no sense. Like, we're not just going to be like, okay, yeah, we trust you. And then the same question ends up on the test, and we don't know how to get from A to B because there's a missing link. You know, it's just very annoying. Um, Not only that, but he assigns, like, three assignments um in like he'll like give it to us he'll he'll give it to us like four days before it's due and it's three whole assignments and you know like I wouldn't have a problem with that if it was like a few questions but it's literally like 20 to 26 questions with like a through d parts and it's just like like are you do you like do you purposely try to be an asshole? Like, is that what you like to do? Okay, cool. And not only that, but his exams are super hard. He says that he makes the exams very difficult, so that way when we get to the final, it's not as difficult. But my grade is suffering. So I'm just like, can you, like, like, with one exam, just make it like an easy type of thing you know just make it like an easy type of thing just for the just for the sake of my grade please but no um so yeah as you could tell that's been a big part of my life lately um other than that I am tired from my period and I've only had her for two days. I'm on my second day, but usually this is the time where um, I'll get super tired, my body starts aching, um, and for the people who don't like listening to this, you could skip a few seconds, but yeah, I'm just tired. Like, I... My muscles feel sore and I didn't even exercise. I just feel sore for no reason. My breasts are like, they kind of, they feel heavy and they're sore as well. And also, I don't know if if any other girls feel this when they get their period. My boobs feel, they don't feel hard. It just feels like, like fuller or like tender. And it just, it, like, it just hurts. Like, it feels heavy. I don't know how to, like, that's the best way I could explain it. But that's how it feels. And then, thank God I haven't gotten any cramps. That's good. I've just been feeling some minor bloating, but that's, that's fine. Um, so yeah. But this weird thing, like, it's happened before with my period, but, like, I've been craving very, very specific food. It's either I've been craving very, very specific food or I just don't crave anything at all and food just tastes like like filling to me. 
you know what I mean? Like, usually when I'm on my period, I know what I want. I'm like, I want a steak with mashed potatoes, like buttery mashed potatoes with asparagus. Or I'll be like, I want a Florentine, like a grilled Florentine with fucking um, vegetables. Or like, I want crab legs. Or sometimes I'm just like, I just want like a big chocolate cake with like vanilla ice cream on top. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'll... I'll crave very specific things but today I I didn't eat that much which which isn't good if you know me you know that I love to eat but also when I don't eat it's not good and I would have to force myself to eat but um yeah like I ate very minimal and it was only because when I would eat the food, it would just, it would just be like me eating it. Like it would just be like eating just so I don't starve. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it didn't feel like exciting. Like I was just eating, um, let's see for breakfast. I had frosted flakes. That was all right. I, I wanted something like more flavorful and more more awesome but like I didn't have the energy to make anything and no one's gonna make it for me so I was like all right I'll just settle for cereal for lunch I had pork fried rice with beef and broccoli um but actually just the broccoli though because I don't eat the beef um and I was just I was just eating it like but not enjoying it but I wasn't not enjoying it either like it felt super neutral how I was feeling when I was eating the food it didn't like it wasn't like oh my god this is so good this is really hitting the spot but it also wasn't like oh this is disgusting it was just like okay it's food so I'm gonna eat it you know but then there was a lot of onions in there so my breath started tasting all oniony and that like grossed me out um But then just not just now, but maybe like an hour or two ago, I came back from dinner with my dad and my boyfriend and I had sushi and a miso soup. The miso soup was was actually pretty good. I I will give it that. I ate the whole entire thing and it was delicious and it made me feel good because it was hot and steamy and that's, that's exactly what you need when you're on your period. Um... And the sushi was good. I had a, a, a California roll and a Alaskan roll. But, um, you know, like like three or like four rolls in, I was just like, okay, I'm not really feeling it anymore. It's not exciting me. So I'm going to stop eating. Not because, like, not because it tastes bad, but just because, like, it's just it's whatever like I'm I'm done okay moving on right and it's just weird like I hate I hate not knowing what I want like for the most part you know like I enjoy trying different foods and eating different things and you know getting that sensation when you eat I love to eat like oh Thanksgiving oh yes and we're gonna get to that soon 
Um, but it's just like this period, you know, Maxine, she's just, she doesn't have an appetite. She's like, I can literally just drink water all day if I really wanted to type of thing. But we, but we're not going to do that. Okay. Cause that's, that's not good. But speaking of food, Thanksgiving just passed. Um, I'm recording this episode on November 27th. <sighs> My bad guys. Um, after this podcast, I'm going straight to sleep <laughs> because I am tired. But yeah, Thanksgiving was a lot of fun. Um, my boyfriend and I, we went to my abuela's house. It was amazing. It it was the whole family, just, you know, grandparents, my dad, sisters, um, my nephew, myself, my man, stepmom, stepsister type of thing. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, and my uncle as well. And we had, um... I believe we had uh, brown rice, black beans, which is just mwah, delicious. Love that. It's like one of my favorites. Um, turkey, ham. There was there was cranberry sauce. I, I put that on my turkey. There was, damn, there was stuffing, but I, I didn't eat the stuffing. I wasn't really feeling it. There was macaroni salad. Um... Damn, yeah, but it's really hard to think about now because now I'm just like forgetting. Um, but there was a blueberry pie. I didn't really enjoy that too much. It was it was too sweet for me. I don't know. It was it was the crust tasted like salty, but then the fruit tasted super sweet, and it was just like like I know sometimes salty and sweet go together, but this time it just wasn't for me. But you know, it's it's whatever. There was also apple pie. That wasn't too bad. I liked that. Normally, I'm not a big fan of of um, like store-bought pies, especially if it's like apple or, or, um, or blueberry or something like that because I feel like they don't make it right. The only store-bought pie I really love is pumpkin. Um, but the apple one wasn't bad. I enjoyed that one. Um... Oh, I don't know if you just heard my stomach, but it went, um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. After that, we took the car and drove to his aunt's house. Um, and, and it was, it was a lot of fun. I didn't, I didn't really eat too much from there, but I did take stuff home. Um, I took, I took, it was like a seafood salad and it was really good. Actually, I think. I think I'm going to try to make that for myself because it was super good. It was, um, it was shrimp and I believe, uh, lobster meat and like cut up or like even like minced onions, peppers, there was cilantro in there. I believe there was lettuce in there. Um, I, I, I think that's it. Maybe. Maybe there was, maybe she added like salt and pepper, but it tasted super fresh. And I really like eating stuff like that because my heartburn goes fucking crazy whenever I eat greasy food or food with, with high acid. And, um, um, yeah, it just, it it doesn't feel too good 
whenever I eat food that has all that stuff because then it, it literally feels like it's burning in my chest um, and it just feels uncomfortable and I get bad acid reflux if if I eat too much of it but this was good it was fresh it was juicy um, um, the onions I love onions but they do give me heartburn but the good thing is that I there wasn't a lot of onions and also it was just so much water from the peppers and lettuce and stuff like that I feel like it kind of diluted the acid in the onions so um that helped a lot but yeah I took that I took turkey I'm pretty sure there was ham as well um there was there was this other thing that his aunt made it was kind of like a lasagna but it wasn't with pasta or with cheese I don't think it had cheese she basically made like a Puerto Rican style lasagna it was plantains plantains as a substitute for the pasta and then she put the meat like how you would regularly put the meat and I haven't tried that yet um but I did take it home um I'm pretty sure I I brought rice with me. I'm pretty sure she made rice. Oh, and another thing is the way that she made the turkey was, I'm not going to lie, it was pretty good. Um, She took potatoes. I think there were carrots in there. She also put oranges and maybe like some other fruits to give it some flavor. But it was, it was really good. I actually really enjoyed it. And it wasn't like the big turkey. Both houses, well, yeah. Yeah, both houses that I got food from, they didn't make the big turkey. It was like, it was like turkey, but it was cut up. So it was easier to eat. But it was it was really nice. Um, And she said that, this recipe that she got for the turkey it's actually like what the arabics use and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool because i'm arabic well at least a certain percentage of me is and it's really cool learning new things about my culture or my ancestry um so yeah that was pretty cool but you know what's crazy is that i i really saw the the difference or the contrast between my family's, um, uh, uh, how do you say, like, my family's structure compared to his family structure, it's like, and we were talking about it in the car, I was like, babe, do you, do you, like, do you realize, like, how different our families are, and he's like, yeah, your family is calm, and my family's crazy, and I was like, I mean, yeah, you kind of like summed it up. Um, Not crazy, but like more like, uh, like more, I don't want to say more alive, but like more like more energy, more energy. Um, Yeah, my, my family, especially if we're in our grandparents' house, you know, we talk, we conversate, we laugh, we, you know, we make jokes and, and all that fun stuff, but it, it's not, it's not the type of house where you stay till like 2 a.m. You know what I mean? Like grandparents get tired 
And so, you know, their cutoff time is probably like eight or nine. Um, so we pretty much just come over, eat, chat, and then leave. Um, that's if we're at a Willa's house though. It's different for different houses. Um, but in, in his family's house, specifically his aunt's house, I'm not sure how long everyone stayed until, but I know for me, I was done by like 10, 45, 11 o'clock. Um, and I'm usually in bed by 9, 10 o'clock. So for me, staying out that late, it was like, and I wasn't like dreadfully tired. I was like just getting tired at that time, which was pretty weird. Um, but it was fun, you know, like it, it was really nice seeing how, like how big his cousins got, like the little cousins. And I was just like, wow, like everyone's growing. Like it's so nice. Like in my family, you know, we don't really have little cousins like that. I don't have a lot of cousins as he does. And so like my, my family get together is very, it's much more intimate and small compared to his because his family is so big and there's so many of them. Um, so yeah, it was, that was, that was another thing too. It was more youthful in his house because there was a lot of little cousins, like, and in my family, there's, I mean, I don't count because I'm already about to be 20, but like my little sister, she's 13 and that that's already a teenager. And then, um, well, she, she's still kind of like a baby, but then Elijah, my nephew, he is, he's 10. So, you know, they're kind of like the two babies left and they're already kind of like, doing their own thing in a way like Angelina she's pretty much a teenager she doesn't really like play a lot Elijah doesn't really play a lot either I mean like he does but depending on who's around that's his age and there's really no one around that that is his age um yeah whereas with my boyfriend's family there's a lot of them so everyone has someone to play with basically um, but, but it was nice. It, it was really cool. We came over. I greeted everyone. I got to speak to his cousins. Um, we chatted. It was nice hearing the compliments that we got from his cousin. Um, she was saying how we were like, like we're so cute together and she can't, you know, she, she couldn't believe how happy he is, you know, being in this relationship and, she was like, do you guys ever argue? Like, I can't imagine you guys arguing. And like, I took that as a compliment because I mean, I took everything as a compliment, but it was just that like knowing how much we've been through together and how much work and patience um, and dedication that it's taken or like that that we've both put into this relationship it was kind of like like kind of like a reward i mean the reward is each other at the end of the day but he, just like hearing that people like outsiders can see the love you know they can feel the love i love that like i love love you know what i mean like i feel like 
nothing feels better than watching a couple just like being in love you know I think that's so beautiful and the fact that other people were seeing it from us I feel like it it paints a good picture for us you know because you know couples go through shit and sometimes you go through phases where like you still love each other you're still you know still love you you're still my one and only but I don't like you at this moment you know and I feel like we definitely went through a lot of that and I'm pretty sure we're gonna go through a lot more of that as the years come but yeah it was it's just I don't know just hearing that I just I I love that people can feel our love that people can see our love because I like putting out energy like that I love the affectionate, the loving, the, you know, the romantic energy. I love, I love it when people feel that from my relationship, you know, because it puts a smile on people's faces and who doesn't love love, you know? I said love like 14 times already. I'm so sorry. Now 15. But yeah, it was nice. Um, Chatted with his aunts. I showed... I showed my, I showed him, my boyfriend, and also his other aunt, my pictures that I took for my photo shoot, which by the way, awesome photographer at Lexi Brown Photography, or no, Lexi Brown Photo on Instagram. Definitely check her out. Um, She has good prices too. Um, But anyway, the pictures came out beautiful, 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 and um, I really want to create a modeling portfolio for it. I just want to get like a album, photo album and put all my pictures in there and just be able to look at it one day and just be like, yeah, <laughs> I looked like that and um, I looked cute. Um, so yeah, I was showing her and she was like, this looks really nice, but you know, be careful if you're going to apply to any agencies if they're asking for money don't accept it type of thing like you don't want to get scammed and just give me advice so that was really that was um that was helpful I definitely took that advice um because that happens a lot um let's see what else I also bought a rosary from his other aunt she sells jewelry and um I, I've had this collection for years. I mean, I've been in Catholic school ever since I was two years old. So every now and then we would get a rosary. So all my rosaries are from my elementary school, but I haven't added a new one to the collection since then. And, um, let's see, last time I got a rosary from elementary school was probably like seventh or eighth grade. Um, so yeah, it's been a while, but this one, oh, she's so beautiful. It's, it's, um, I believe it was gold. It was like dipped in gold or like either dipped in gold or gold, like, like, or like painted gold or something. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it looks like gold and it also has these white and baby blue beads and it's just, it's gorge. Love it. So pretty. Um, and it was only 20 bucks. So I was like, hell yeah, like I'm gonna get that. Um, yeah, other than that, it was just, it was nice. We were just chilling and it was, um, 
yeah, it it was it was really really cool. I love I love his whole family. I think they're really really nice people, and um, they're very caring and um, yeah, loving, caring, helpful, um, considerate. Um, I love my family too. Don't get me wrong, they piss me off, but love them to death love them with every single inch of my body and they are literally the most important people in my entire life um well that got deep uh but I mean it was Thanksgiving so yeah I was ever thankful for um so yeah Thanksgiving was really really nice today has been really nice as well um I went to go visit my mother for the first time in probably a month or two and it was, it was, it was nice. Um, I think I said nice like three times, but you know, whatever. Um, I just came and sat down. We spoke about school. I, I ate some of that Chinese food that I was talking about earlier that made my breast smell like onions. And, <laughs> um, I actually showed her some videos of the concert that Angelina and I went to, the Madison Beer slash Maggie Lindemann concert, and um, she liked it. She uh, she thought it was pretty funny how we were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and like screaming in the video. I also showed her my one of my favorite bands, Arctic Monkeys, and she loved the song. Well, at least I hope she loved the song, but um, and if you don't know who the Arctic Monkeys are, Please search up Arctic, A-R-C, tick, no K, Monkeys, Arabella. That is, right now it's my favorite song. Um, And it's just, it's amazing. It speaks to your soul. And the lyrics that these people put in their songs, it's honestly like crack. Um, Yeah, all this bullshit about like fucking bitches and getting money. It's just like, it doesn't speak to you, you know. It's just jibber jabber. But... I really like music with with um, poetic lyrics. I think it's, you know, I it just, it, it paints such a clear picture in your head, you know. And they do it through singing, you know. It's not like you're saying, this girl, she had blonde hair, streaks of platinum, and she was sitting on the beach, the tan sand. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're speaking. I mean, they are kind of like speaking, but like they're singing it to you. So not only are you painting a picture with the words or lyrics, um, but you're also like feeling a certain vibe. You're feeling a certain emotion because of the instruments and the way that they're singing. It's just, it's crack. Music is crack. But anyway, I showed it to her. She really liked it. Um, You know, it was really cool, like seeing that side of... um, or allowing her to see that side of me because it's like we don't we don't see each other a lot so when when we do we kind of learn something new about each other she taught me how to read notes um or, or somewhat read notes at least read notes from the page that she has for her for her congas for her drums um and um yeah that was pretty interesting I never really understood how to read music notes, but um, I kind of understood somewhat of um, of 
the notes that she had. And yeah, she wants to start a jazz band and book some shows. So I'm like, hey, I'm all for it. Do you, boo? Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, that's been my weekend. I've been meaning to record this podcast, but I actually intentionally saved, um, or like, or like wanted to record the podcast after Thanksgiving because I wanted to talk about Thanksgiving. Um, oh shit, speaking of Thanksgiving, I didn't even finish the story. We didn't end off at his aunt's house. After his aunt's house, we went to his grandmother's house. Grandmother slash other aunt's house. Because it's really his other aunt's house, but his grandmother just lives there. Um, and his mother was there with her because she didn't want to leave, you know, her mom alone on Thanksgiving. And, um, um, his grandmother isn't able to, like, like, get here and there without assistance so you know she just stood home and you know his mom stayed with her and I believe her her ex-husband or or boyfriend like whatever he is to her he stood there with them too and um we just stopped by to to say hi and then pick up his mom to take her home and um whatchamacallit um and yeah we saw their dogs um, Toby, um, I'm not sure what he is, maybe he's a Shih Tzu, but he is so chunks, he is so chunky wonky, um, but he is so cute, um, love Toby, and then, and then Penny, which was, um, the, the guy's dog, um, she was very feisty, she's a chihuahua, and she does not shut up, so even when I, like, put took like took out my finger for her to like smell my hand she stepped away and then she started barking so I was just like hey man uh listen I don't mean any harm I don't want to beef with you but like why are you barking with barking at me um but I mean that that was really it that was just like the the very last part of our Thanksgiving after that I took him I took his mom to her house I took him back to his other aunt's house so he could hang out with his cousin some more and then I took my ass home and showered and went to sleep because I was fucking tired fucking tired it was a great Thanksgiving though highly enjoyed it um but yeah so now I actually want to get into some reddit questions slash stories um and yeah, let's get into it because what's a better way to end off the night um, by talking about people's shit? Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, okay. you gotta lose gone with the love you choose everyone at all laying on the <sighs> gosh I'm tired you've ever yawned and caught a cramp in your neck because your jaw was too close to your collarbone 
Well, that just happened to me. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Let's do this. One of my coworkers keeps her cat locked in her car during her overnight shifts. In December, it can easily reach zero degrees Fahrenheit where I live. What should I do about the cat? I have asked her about the cat and she insists the cat cannot go anywhere other than her car overnight due to some family issues. Is this considered animal abuse? I'm terrified that her poor cat is going to freeze to death one night. Um... Damn. Okay. It really depends. Like, is there something in the car? Like, is the cat just in the car? Or is there, like, blankets there? Or does she have, like, a pillow? Or, you know, um, like, you know, something. Because if this poor woman is keeping her cat in her car during work hours, that means something very, very wrong is going on at home. Um, She most likely um, is either homeless, living in her car, or living at a friend's house, and, like, the friend doesn't allow the cat to be there when she's not there, or some some shit. Um, So, you know, she might be going through a little bit of a hard time right now um I'd say you know like I mean it is like you know December is approaching and I'm guessing where you live is a cold place so the cat shouldn't be in a in a cold place like that you know it should be in warmth so I would say Hey, like, like if you're really concerned, offer her maybe, I don't know, can you put a heater in the car? I don't know if you can do that. Mm. Try and see if that's, if that's an, like an option. Is there any way that you could put like a mini heater or like a portable heater in the car? Cause if so, then, then there you go. All you have, all she has to do is find a way to charge the batteries or something um, and, um, whatchamacallit, and, and then just keep the heater in the car while, during her shifts, um, either that, or offer to keep the cat in your house for the shifts, like, just be like, hey, um, you know, if you want, you can keep the cat at my house, you know, just drop him or her off, before work I'll give you a key a spare key I'll leave some or like just bring its food or bed or whatever and just keep the cat here until you're done with work and then you could just you know I'll take you to my house you could pick him or her up and then go home you know like if you're really that worried instead of like calling like you know the animal authorities or whatever I forgot the name for it try to like reason with her because you never know what people are going through and you don't want to be that person that gets the the person's pet taken away you know unless if they're really like 
not giving a shit about the cat, then it's like, okay, it's worrisome. But you know, if you notice that like, that the owner that he or she is not doing anything to, you know, compromise to help out with the cat, and the cat is an actual like, pain like is very cold then you know then I would say call call who you need to call but you know first thing that you should do is try to help um okay let's read this one I just turned 40 and I'm still a virgin I would like my first time to be with someone relatively inexperienced as well what are my options I make around 300k USD per year if that helps. I'm physically fit though not steroid ripped and look pretty young for my age since I live a very healthy lifestyle and my race cosmetically ages a bit slower. Okay, dude, like why are you talking like that? Like he's talking like as if he's applying for a job interview. I'm sorry, I just really had to get that out. Um... In America, I'm in America, but I don't mind going somewhere else. I only speak English. My current business is doing well, but I'll be launching a new one in the next one to two years. I've been building behind the scenes that I am optimistic may earn millions per year more if that helps too. I only mentioned the money as I saw a recent post from a guy in a similar position and everyone said, I hope you're rich. I don't know what rich means or how that helps or if any of this qualifies. I've never kissed a girl or had sex. I've had loads of friends of both genders and I'm universally liked platonically by almost anyone I meet. I'm not socially awkward. A large part of, well, thanks. Thanks for the reassurance that you're not socially awkward. A large part of my income is because of my social skills. Women don't consider me handsome or hot. I've never been called handsome, cute, or hot in my life by someone not related to me. I'm not tall. I really don't know how how to do what I want. Thoughts? Dude, like, or, wait, you're a guy, right? Or, I'm not sure if this is a guy or a girl. It sounds like a guy. It sounds like, okay, I don't know. It's not saying he or she, but I think it's a guy. I have a feeling it's a guy. Um, dude or dudette, literally just go on Tinder. I, I was never really able to explore Tinder because when I downloaded it, I was, (laughs) I had like, like, I was like 16 and this was before my boyfriend and I got together I was 16 and I was trying to get into tinder to explore people and it said you have this amount of days until you turn 18 or 17 and then you know re-download the app and you'll be able to do it so I was like fuck like now I can't do it because I'm not old enough um but from what I hear Tinder is mostly a hookup type of thing. I didn't know that at the time. I was just like trying to explore. But um, from what I know, it's a hookup thingy, Majiki. So literally just go on Tinder. You're old enough. You're 40 years old. You can do that. Listen, like not everyone cares about the money or if you've, if you had experience or not or whatever, 
if you've never had sex, if you've never kissed a girl, that's okay. Like, I mean, it's not traditional. Most people lose their virginity by, like, when they're teenagers. But, um, you know, if that's something that you really want to do, you know, don't rush it either. I mean, I'm still a virgin and I'm proud to say that I'm still a virgin. Um, but, you know, I've tried to do it and it just doesn't work out. I cramp up and I get nervous and my muscles tighten and I'm just like, no, I guess I'm not ready. Like, it's scary. So take it little by little, you know, you said you've never kissed a girl. Start out with that. Go on a few dates, you know, like, um, you know, reach out to people, see, see who, who's like an eligible person to, you know, um, whatchamacallit, yeah, go on a date with, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be anything long-term if you just want to, like, lose your virginity and that's it, I mean, that's okay, I would much rather lose my virginity to my boyfriend and, you know, us last, you know, until, However many years, decades, centuries God is willing to give us. Um, But, you know, everyone's different, like how I said. So, you know, if you want it to be like a one and done type of thing, like just go on whatever you can and, you know, just be like, hey, like I would like to do this. Are you down for it? Because people are very straight to the point these days, you know. Um, So, yeah. I'd say take it slow and, um, and just, well, I mean, I say two things, depending on what you want. If you're looking for something long-term, um, s- someone that you can share that first kiss with, some first kiss wish, uh, first kiss with, and also someone to share that, you know, the losing vir- your virginity part with. I'd say go slow and let them come to you. But if you're looking for someone to just like take it away from you, then literally just like go on Instagram and DM people, I guess. People are weird like that and they'll be down to do that. I mean, that's not really weird, but it's it's weird for me. But people are down to do shit like that. So yeah, uh, good luck, I guess. Um, <clears throat> okay. How do I solve my gift-giving problem? Here's the situation. Every year, my mom gets a new heated blanket because the old one broke. Never found one that lasts more than a year. She's always freezing throughout the winter, and I want to get her something that will last. Even if it's a heated mattress pad, I can't find anything and would love help, but here's some issues. She shares a king size with my dad. My dad hates heated blankets. The last solution was she got a twin-size blanket. After talking to him, he's warming up to the heating blankets. No pun intended. Uh Uh-huh, I see what she did there. So I could go the heated mattress pad route, but it would have to have separate controls on either side. Anyone have any clues on what I should do? Um, hmm. That's interesting. I've never, I don't think I've ever used a heated blanket before, but it sounds, hmm interesting you could get her I think they have those those body pillows where the just like a heated blanket it's a heated body 
pillow, maybe you can get her that and that can, you know, help her out. Um, whatchamacallit. But then again, you said that she always gets a new heated blanket. So it's like, why wouldn't you want a heated blanket? But I don't understand, like, why can't... Oh, but maybe the heated blanket is really heavy. Um, hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd say maybe, yeah, do something different. Get the body pillow. Get a heated body pillow. You know? Try that. Okay. Um, let's do like one more. We'll do one more and then we'll call it a day. Okay. Let's do this. Visibly drunk slash drugger, young girl knocks on your door alone at nighttime, asking about her friend upstairs whilst nobody is here except my family. Proper way to handle the situation? Question mark. As I mentioned in the title, a 20-something confused girl, no ragged clothes or anything, knocked on my door. I opened it. She kept asking about her friend upstairs. I kept telling her no one, nobody is here. It's just my wife and my nine-month-old daughter. She seemed distressed, asked what she, what should she do now, told her to try and go home. She said she doesn't have one. Then she said her friend is dead and it's his place. We rent the house. I called, well, the person wrote 999, but I'm guessing they meant to write 911. Um, I called 911 in the end as I was a bit scared for her. She was in a state anybody could take advantage of, but as I have my baby upstairs, I didn't want to let her in. She kept knocking and ringing the bell. Then, in the end, I opened the door again whilst on the phone with the emergency number. Once she learned I called the police, she asked, why did I do that, and left. Should I, should I helped her more? She wasn't rugged or dirty. She was alone and confused, and we are in a goodish neighborhood. Thanks. Um, honestly... There's probably not much more that you could have done. Like, she was pretty much a stranger. And like how you said, she was very visibly either drunk or drugged up. Maybe drugged. But, um, yeah, she was probably out with friends or by herself and, you know, got herself into a little situation where she got too high or too drunk off of something and just clearly didn't know what the hell was going on so I think it was good that you called the police that way you know they can help her out um and you know she's 20 something you know she's she's young she's not a teenager but um she's definitely still young young enough to you know you know um not fully know what's right from wrong um But I think, you know, and also she said that her friend is dead. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe people say crazy things when they're drugged up, but maybe, I don't know, maybe something happened. You never know. You never know. But I think it's good that you called the police um, because, you know, I know for a fact if, you know, doubtful 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 that this would ever happen to me but if it was to ever happen to me I would be very thankful that the stranger didn't 
do anything aggressive or didn't do anything to take advantage and, you know, actually looked out and um, did the right thing. So, yeah, I don't. And what more could you have done? You know, she's a stranger. And like I said, you don't want to bring her into her home, you know, because, yes, you may be helping her, but you don't know her fully. And God forbid she was to do something that's sacrificing your family's safety. So, you know, you're pretty smart about it. Um, so yeah, now the rest of the night or the rest of the event, the the rest of the events, um, it's between her and the police and, you know, good luck to her and, uh, an applaud for you for actually looking out for a person. Cause a lot of people wouldn't do so. A lot of people would just shut them out and get the person arrested because they're being annoying, but you know. Um, anyway, that's the end of it. Sorry, guys, if this was like a boring episode, but I'm actually really fucking tired. School is kicking my ass. Um, my period is kicking my ass. More so kicking my abdomen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, kicking my ovaries too, huh, if you know what I mean, haha. <laughs> um, bad joke bad joke I didn't even laugh at it I didn't even think it was funny I thought it was very corny but anyway yeah thanks again for watching guys um love you even though I don't know you um but I send love to you and your family and I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving as well and tune in for more episodes of a living contradiction make sure to follow me on all my social medias and yeah I'll I will I will unsee and unhear you guys in the next one. <laughs> okay. Bye.